Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we have a major update on AEW's EVPs losing control. A major title change on last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. A humongous dream match has been booked for this week's Rampage. And Leo Rush is all elite. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Today we have for you two news videos, one AEW focus, that is the one you're watching right now, plus a WWE one coming later on. Big stories in both. Ambassador, you are spoiling us. Terry's Chocolate Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> Let's begin by talking about the EVPs in AEW. This is a report here from Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net. What's his... No pains, just Haynes. There we go. Who has come through with an update on the EVPs who, uh... Yeah, they don't have a lot of creative control anymore, uh, is the long and short of this story here. So per the report from Cassidy, these guys have effectively stepped back or been pulled back from AEW's kind of creative process. That's Cody Rhodes, that's Kenny Omega, that's the Young Bucks. Uh, everything is now going through Tony Khan. He's, everything creative is his prerogative. And while AEW wrestlers are still invited and asked to come forward, encouraged, if you will, to come forward with ideas and pitches and everything else, Tony is the one with the final say. Now, the report contains a pretty interesting quote on the EVPs and their functions. I'll just read that to you. This is from one of the sources. Basically, they are EVPs in name only in 2021. They no longer have the final say in creative or talent hiring, any of them. TK pulled back on the reins and took that power away from all. It's also stated here, interestingly, touching on another thing, uh, that while Cody is still good friends with the Bucks and Omega, he is now, and I quote, on the outside looking in as far as the relationship goes in AEW. Now, breaking things down individually for you real quick, uh, Matt Jackson, helps his wife Dana with the merchandising side of things as part of his EVP role. Uh, Nick is working on being the elite primarily. Uh, Omega, mean, meanwhile, retains a heavy role uh, in AEW gaming and steering the women's division. And Cody, once an office regular, has had his input kind of diminished as well. So 
Go. <laughs> you're telling me finally AW's gonna get good now, basically. I'm joking, <laughs> calm down, comment section. We're only having a laugh. Are they still extremely violent people? That's all I really care about. Uh, according to last night, they are. Yes, so, good. There you go. Right, thank goodness for that. Look, I think this is probably best for everything, to be perfectly honest. I mean, as much as we poo-poo WWE, Back in the day, it worked because everything went through one man. I mean, now that system has proven to be absolutely atrocious. But Sweet TK isn't like 80 and gone in the head a little bit, let's be perfectly honest. So he's much younger. I think he is. This is the right way to do it, basically. And I think, like you say, this isn't him saying, right. I make all the decisions now and I don't listen to anyone yeah. else. Yeah. He said there, as you mentioned in the report, not just the EVPs, but you would assume people like Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, CM Punk, to name just a few recent additions. They're not just going to come in, especially for considering where they were before. I mean, quite a while back, if you CM Punk, but still, they're not just going to come in and just be told what to do again. They all have had a load of ideas yeah. and AEW they will see is a place that they can execute those ideas. And if you've got brains like that in the locker room, and if you've got the guys like the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, even if they're not directly involved, I still sense that Tony Khan's going to lean on them a little bit. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to follow for sure. I mean, you're going to get the usual level of troll responses from people, right? Who are going to go, ah! Oh, what I just said. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get, oh, it's a dictatorship now and all of this stuff. But those are the same people who, when AEW started, would have gone, ah, oh, there's too many cooks spoiling the broth. Yep. So you can ignore those people because they're all over the place and they just want to dunk on stuff. Um, the great muter here on Twitter. Hey, that's me, that baby. Bio. Get rid of them. In the bin. Uh, what on earth was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I was going to argue that if Cody has... Uh, Tony, sorry, has assumed the majority of creative control over the past few months, I think the past two months have been the best creative yeah. period of AEW's run. So maybe this will work out as a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the perfect example to give, Andy. It's, it's an exciting time for everyone. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, but in particular, it's a better time to be an AEW fan. More than most. DDT's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, WWE's getting better. <laughs> it's getting there. Just, you know. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk a little I bit like about Joshi. last night episode of AEW Dynamite. Because there is a new TNT champion in town. Sammy Guevara defeating Miro in the main event of that wonderful Brody Lee tribute show last night. Uh, the finish saw Miro get dropped, drop kicked into an exposed turnbuckle. He'd been fiddling with him and Fuego Del Sol had jumped up and gone, don't do that. And he'd gone, piss off, you little dick. Uh, he'd get drop kicked into that. Uh, he got eventually hit with a GTH, 6.30 sent on, one, two, three. Sammy Guevara is your new champion. Miro had been champion for 140 days. I, I, I talked about this on the preview podcast yesterday. I wasn't ready for Miro to lose Same. the title. Same. And as Hamflet compared that to, it was a bit like the Shield splitting up in terms of before anyone got tired yeah. of it, they got rid of it. And we'll always think about what could have been, but also no issues with Sammy Guevara being the new TNT champ. Yeah, it's pretty much what we said on that Twitter question yesterday, isn't it? It's not the time I would have pulled the trigger on Miro losing the TNT title. Felt there was still some uh, unexplored ground to get to with him. Uh, but, you know, maybe it'll work out for the better in that regard. I thought More it was on that a, in the Twitter questions as well. There you go. I thought it was a fun match. And hey, it's Sammy's first belt in the company. He's a day one guy. He's got his first singles title. Who could be mad at that? One of the four pillars. Yeah, there you go. Not the best four pi fourth pillar. But, the you know. Kenta Kabashi of AEW. That's a weird comparison. <laughs> um, what? What's my... It's on my notes. <laughs> Ram Rampage. A big match. Dream match. Oh! Humonga match for Rampage this week. Is it the hair versus hair? That exists as well. It's <laughs> Brian Danielson 
versus Nick Jackson. Oh! That is going to be ridiculous. So this came together on last night's episode of Dynamite. There was an in-ring segment, the Super Elite being wankers in the ring, doing as <laughs> yeah. they do. Uh, Danielson came down. You're not getting a rematch, Brian, said Kenny. So Brian was like, hey, give me one of your other goobers to fight. Yeah, and you've um, got no balls. Got no balls. No balls, Kenny. Uh, somehow got that over in the segment as yep. well, which is quite the achievement in itself. But uh, yeah. Big thing happened. Uh, Brian brought out, who did he bring out? Kazarian, Christian Cage, uh, Jurassic Express, cleared the ring of the elite. And later on, the match was announced. It's been made. It's been pre-taped. Rampage is a pre-taped show, of course. Not going to give out the spoiler or anything like that. But gee whiz. First, they give us Kenny Omega. Now they give us Nick Jackson for Brian Danielson. It's almost like when you have one of the best wrestlers of all time on your roster, you just boot them in good matches. It's not difficult, is it, really? <laughs> uh, Michael Sidgwick is having a whale of a time watching Brian Danielson in AEW. Uh, Shout star and Merkel. He pitched. I mean, credit to credit to credit to Sage. He uh, he pitched this the moment Brian Danielson was even he hinted did. at uh, as being a, in AEW, and he talked around the fact that yeah, if you're not going to have him fight for the championship, which they aren't for a while, he needs to build up some wins because uh, wins and losses matter in AEW. Yeah, Nick, Nick Jackson's not a bad match, is it? It's not going to be bad. It's going to be all right. Spoiler, spoilers. Three stars. It's going to be a good match. Yeah, three stars, I reckon. Yeah. That, that kind of gentleman's three. A gentleman's three, indeed. Uh, and finally, concluding <laughs> with our stories, uh, falling out from last night's AEW, there is a new member of the All Elite roster, and it is the 26-year-old piece of gold. I want to be a cowboy, baby. Leo Rush, Leo Rush is all elite. Why don't you thinking? Didn't he retire? Yeah, enough of all that bollocks. He's back now. <laughs> uh, they did the usual Twitter post. Leo Rush is all elite. Uh, and he did some sort of weird video promo. I'll be honest, I didn't see the all elite thing before I watched Dynamite this morning. And it's a I nice surprise, him. wasn't it? It's a great surprise. Yeah. Saw him, thought, fantastic. What's Leo Rush going to be? Is he going to be a sensational you know, wrestler like he was in NXT when he was fighting for that Cruiserweight Championship, for example? Is he going to be uh, a manager like he was brilliantly with Bobby Lashley? And he's a businessman. I don't really understand it. He's a rich guy. But he does <laughs> investments and things and buybacks and all yeah. that. But regardless, he's going to do... I mean, he's already done great things in in professional yep. wrestling, but he's going to do even better in AEW. We had a glimpse of him in that battle royale, wasn't it? And yeah. then Casino. obviously injuries, yeah. uh, retirement, etc. Re regardless, he's back in wrestling. Yeah. He's in AEW and it's all great. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Always been a big fan and supporter of Leo Rush. Uh, you know, the guy, he had a really rough time in WWE for a while. There's yeah. some pretty horrendous alleged treatment. Uh, but he came back on TV. He was in the Cruiserweight division in NXT. He was quietly one of WWE's most consistent in-ring performers after coming back. Those matches with Angel Garza were ridiculous. He gets released. He bounces around a little bit. He comes into AEW for the Battle Royale. He hurts his shoulder. He contemplates retirement. Now he's back. He's under contract. Tony Khan kept in contact with him. Um, happy for him. Looking forward to seeing what he does. I really like Leo Rush. This is cool. Very exciting times. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Mark Solid, who says, Morning, boys. Italian accent optional. Uh, well, here we go. Are we about to see, no. Are we about to see an Arn Anderson, uh, uh, Arn Anderson turn heel? Um, he's also sent a picture Arm of Thumper and Apollo looking for the toy that Triton took and he's hiding with smart Aussie lol. First of all, good boys. <laughs> Second of all, Arn Anderson, 
your thoughts on that promo and whether or not he's turning heel. I pissed myself laughing. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So one day this week, you have Bill Goldberg going, yeah, if you're lucky, I might kill you. The next, you know, two nights later, you have Arn Anderson, another old dude, saying, I'm going to blow this guy's brains out if he tries to carjack me. Uh... It was a certified boy popper. It was very, very funny. As far as turning heel goes, I don't think so. I think Cody's going to be the more villainous guy in this yeah. rivalry. I think Arn is on the right side here. He's doing the right things. It's Cody that's kind of being the asshole. I don't think either of them are going to turn fully-fledged heel. Don't get me wrong. Cody has been entering through the middle. The AEW has a face in the heel tunnel. Cody's always used the middle, and mm. I think that's where he's going to... He doesn't believe in faces in heels, Don't believe in him. Don't believe in them. So, uh, hope but, that answers your question. But he is an asshole now. He is a dickhead, Basically. Yeah. His character is a dickhead. Uh, he's a lovely man. And he way. doesn't have to quote another brilliant promo from last night the tightest tits in the game <laughs> that's how you shut down a watch chat in 2021 got another promo to talk about in I due course I but yes I don't believe Arn Anderson is turning heel but my <laughs> word that promo woke me up this morning <laughs> alongside Adam Cole and Jungboy which was excellent choice Ryan Ahard gives us our second question of the day says so with Sammy winning and the casino ladder match coming next week sweet Jesus is coming thick and fast right now from yeah. AEW isn't it is it too early to put Miro in that title picture also? Who would you two like to win? Oh, brother. Uh, Miro in the title picture, yeah, maybe a little bit too early. I think a babyface champion would be a better opponent for him than Kenny Omega. Um, but Miro has been so awesome this year. Like, since he got rid of all the gaming and the... Donald Duck stuff. I know it's a Gucci t-shirt, but it looks silly. Uh, since he's gotten away from all that stuff, he's been phenomenal. He's been awesome. He's been domineering, scary, terrifying, everything else. He will be a main event heel in this company for years to come, but maybe wait a little bit until we have a babyface champion that he can chase. Uh, I have forgotten the other part of this question. Well, who would we like to... I, I completely agree with what you're saying now. Who would we like to win? Winning this, is it just a title shot down the line or is it a title shot before full gear? Do we know? We don't know. We don't know. I, maybe it'll be full gear. Uh, I would have said Darby before... Last night, but Darby seems to be entering a feud with with MJF. Um, man, who do I, see? I'd have throw it, me for a loop here. I'd have it be MJF, but then my booking would require Hangman Page beat uh, Kenny Omega at Full Gear, and then MJF literally take the title off him after about a couple of I've weeks. Got after it. that, go on, Pack. We've not had a singles match yet since Kenny yes. became champion between him and Pack. Pack was in that triple threat. Let's do it. Or. Marco Stunk is not much Kenny Omega. <laughs> uh, final question today comes from Wes, who says, and I think an argument can be made that MJF is the best heel in wrestling right now. What do you think? Would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, he said he'd wish Darby Allen had died instead of his uncle last night. I don't think he's many top in that, is there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think MJF is very, very near the top of this list. If not at the top. Look, it's a lot of cheap heat, right? And a lot of people go, oh, cheap heat. But that's the new work. That's the new work. People seem to think that this stuff is bad for some reason. I think it's incredible. You listen to the reactions. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. He knows what buttons to push. And for me, the thing with MGF that makes him such a great heel is, right, it's very hard to boo people in wrestling these days, right? Because when someone is awesome at their job, you go, yay. So, like, when an Adam Cole comes out, everyone goes, hey, Adam Cole. You can't cheer MJF. It's impossible. He's a complete piece of trash character-wise. Well, he's not. He's, he's uh, makes maybe, some good points. you know, whatever, whatever. I think he's a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> him and Matt Cardona, I'll fight them both. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there's definitely a fair case to be made that he is the top heel in wrestling at the moment. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's between him and Roman Reigns, but they're two very different definitions very different. of heels. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But uh, yeah, in terms well, of... Yeah, we've we got to acknowledge the, the guy. Otherwise, people will be upset. Yes, so. but they're two, two very different ways of going about it, basically. Yeah. MGF, say you wish your fellow wrestler was dead. So there you go.
and shooting on Brian Pillman Jr.'s mum, swallowing him rather than giving birth to him. Methany. Jesus. Let's move on to today's and finally. And it feels like every week we're doing this. And this isn't a complaint. It's just a massive thank you to our fantastic audience. I often mention the amazing signs that we get. We had a happy birthday Sidgwick Simon. There's always a Simon give this an up or a down sign in the crowd. And then last night, David Eric went to AEW Dynamite <laughs> and brought this brilliant sign with him. On one side, it says... The word I can't say. Can you say it? Because I can't say it because Sid says it and I'm banned from saying it, Death. basically. Thank you. And on the other side, it says, Is this the best wrestling company ever? <laughs> Preposterous that this happens, isn't it? That it's when phenomenal. you're watching a wrestling show, you see bollocks that we talk about, yeah. like that H stands for or whatever it's it may great. be. It's it, great. It's very, very gratifying. Uh, it makes us total marks for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but no, we, we love your support. We appreciate you very much. Thank you. And uh, thumbs up. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Thank you to David Eric and thanks to all of you take these signs because it's preposterous, like I say. But let us know your thoughts on all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Daddy Boy sitting down to review AEW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Flash there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... That's Andy H. Murray, the H in this video. The first of the oh, day double stands whammy. for heavier, which is a castrated deer, a word I use every day. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in the afternoon for the after news. And we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.